This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, hi, everybody. Before we get started in this episode of the Stable Scoot Roundtable, I wanted to apologize for my sound on this recording. Apparently, nobody noticed that I was really, really hot, which means probably had my gain appeared to be accidentally turned up. So the guests all sound terrific. I sound garbled, and I apologize for that. What they had to say, they talked most of the time. So fortunately, in this one, it wasn't like the morning show where I talk most of the time. Uh, they talked most of the time. So get through my parts and uh, take a listen to them because the conversation was excellent. We had three auditors, and they were terrific, So, and some really, really important topics they discussed, and I do apologize again for my sound. Hopefully, I've remedied that problem, and uh, we will never do that again. It's like I'm a rookie at this. So thanks, everybody. Well, hi, everybody. This is episode 519 of the Stable Scoop Show on the Horse Radio Network. It's our Equestrian Roundtable Show. Our sponsors this episode are Purina Omega Match. I'm Glenn Geek, founder of the Horse Radio Network and host of the Horses in the Morning, the longest-running daily horse podcast in the world. In every roundtable, I invite uh, industry professionals and listeners to tackle the hot topics of the day in the horse world. I will be your host and moderator, and I'm sure that I'll have opinions occasionally, but mostly the panelists will lead the way. If you're watching live, welcome. This is the first show that we're combining live video and audio to our podcast feed. So if you miss any of this on watching live, you can catch the rest of it on the Stable Scoop podcast feed on any podcast player. Tonight, we have a roundtable made up entirely of listeners, specifically our auditors. Auditors are like our super fans who donate a little every month to the Two Horse Radio Network to help out and also to take advantage of our auditor community. I also wanted to mention before we get to our panelists and our auditors, we'll talk more about what those are in just a minute. Uh, I wanted to mention that we still have spots available for our Horse Lovers Cruise, and that is next February. If you're interested in learning more about that, go to horseradionetwork.com slash cruise. And now we're going to get to one of our first auditors and listeners. She is Jill from Western Pennsylvania. Hi, Jill. Hello. Jill, tell everybody what you do for a living. Um, so I'm a flight nurse for a medical helicopter service here in Pittsburgh called Stat Medivac. And we have about 18 bases that are sort of all over western Pennsylvania into Ohio. We've just branched off into that uh, area near Buffalo, Chautauqua area of New York. And uh, we go down into D.C. and Maryland now. So um, I don't go all the way down there, but I tend to stay here in Pittsburgh area, and um, it's a cool job. <laughs> Tell us about your horse. What do you do with your horse? So I have uh, my horse's name is Comet. He's <clears throat> he's one of those Polish Arabians, so he's a little on the chunky side. Um, he's 21 years old. Um, I stole him from my son. He was going to be his eventing pony. Um, he used to do endurance and uh, trained as a cutter, and now he dressages, and he dressages quite well. So we're um, going to be doing second level here. We're going to be going to Kentucky at the end. Oh of wow! That. So we'll be seeing for uh, you. Reese Koffler Stanfield's going to be there. So I'm excited to watch Bingo, her horse Bingo, and her go. So I'm going down there with a couple of people from my barn and. Um, well, say hi to her. She loves that. She loves. I people. will. I, I yeah. was gonna. I was gonna send her a message before I went, and um, I did just get a new horse. What'd you get? Um, I got, uh, so it's called a national show horse. It's yeah. a half, half Arabian, half saddlebred. Uh, she was a saddle seat horse, and um, she's no longer going to do that. She's going to dressage <laughs> with me. So she's going to be a really big project. Um, Is she gated or have a weird gait? Uh, no. I, I think it, when she was younger, you could tell she did. Um, they sort of started to retrain her a little bit, like her rear end sort of got to catch up with the front end. It's sort of like she moves very fast, short, quick steps, um, has the higher knee movement. Um, but she's 10 years old now. I'm not real sure how long she's actually been out of saddle seat, but, um, it's, it's, it's a whole restart. And I've actually talked to a lovely woman named Samat Whip. She wrote in 2019, she wrote a, um, an article for uh, the USDF and she used to do saddle seat and she retrained two of her saddle seat horses to do dressage. So I, I got in contact with her. It was lovely. Talked to her for about an hour and a half prior to making the purchase just to see if this was something that was possible. 
Um, you know, I don't, I don't have a big bankroll, so everything I'm going to do is a project. So, um, she, you know, it was a lovely mover underneath, saw some potential, talked to Samat. She said, it's absolutely possible. It's just going to take forever. <laughs> so she said, um, uh, well, she's I, 10, you have forever. Right, right. Yeah. Well, at the time I have money, I don't. So that's the trade-off. So it's either get a, a, a very young horse and wait till it grows up or find something to retrain that's sound insane, which she's, well, she's sound insane. She's just a little nervous, but. Congratulations for that. You. <laughs> All right, let's go to New York. We have Leah here. Hi, Leah. How are you? How is everybody? Good. Your sound is great tonight, by the way. Uh, so, Leah, tell us a little. Where do you work? So, I live in a. I work. I live in New York. I work in a small school district. Um, I'm the technology director there. There's about a thousand kids, K twelve. You're um, a geek too. I am. I wasn't originally. <laughs> I was a biology teacher for about 15 years and this job kind of opened up and they asked me if I wanted it. And I actually turned it down initially and uh, they said, look, if you don't like it, you can go back to the classroom. So I kind of went for it. So I've been doing this uh, six years now. I love it. I really love my job. Terrific. So, and what, what, tell us about your horse. So my horse is a Welsh cob. I, I'm, we're guessing because he's got no papers. Um, he's 11 years old. He's only 14, three, maybe 15 hands on a good day. He's like me. I'm five foot, maybe five, one on a good day. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's a little guy, but he's really stocky. He's a real stocky, um, almost looks like drafty. You know, he's real thick. So I've had him 11 years. No, he's 11. I've had him three years and, um, he's just the best horse I've ever owned. I've owned a lot of horses growing up and he is perfect. So. We're just starting, starting to adventure, and I have a hunter pace I'm scheduled for next weekend, which I'm excited. Um, we're still horse showing and trail riding and things like that, so he's awesome. That's terrific. Yeah. Look at you. You can tell you glow when you talk about your horse. Oh, I love him. He's such a good boy. <laughs> My husband, he'll say, how is the barn? And I'll say, good. How is Thor? And uh, every, it's always like he's the, he's the best every single night. He's the best horse, so... Uh, now we're going to go all the way around the world, and we're going to go to Amy, who is from Australia. Hi, girl. Hi. Good to talk to you. So what part of Australia are you from? Um, I live in the Hunter Valley, so that's about two and a half hours north of Sydney. Wine country. Wine country? Is it horse country? It is. Certainly Yeah. Is. So tell us what you do there uh, for work. So I work as a manager for a standard bread rehoming company. So we take standard breads that have just finished their racing career, maybe they've had a bit of a spell or something like that, and we put them under saddle and find them new homes. That's Very cool. Rewarding. That yeah. is cool. You kind of do what Jamie okay. does, only with uh, standard breads. I'm not quite as brave as Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of the logistics and the organizing and the paperwork <laughs> and the, all that sort of stuff. I, I, I've gr I have a fantastic team of trainers that, that do all the really brave stuff. So. You're not doing the first ride on them? Uh, no. No, I'd like no. to. I'd like to give it a go. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you have your own pony? <laughs> I do. I what do. do you, what do you I've have? Got, um, so I've got a man named Tallow. Um, she is a gypsy cob cross standard bread. So she's a part bread standard bread. Um, she is a mare. Like she's a real, like, I've always said, I've always said, you know, I'm a mare person. I'm a mare person, but I got tallow and I'm like, I don't think I can do another one. Um, she's like, she's, she's, I'm in love with her. I'm completely, like she can do anything to me. And I'm like, oh, aren't you pretty? You're so pretty. Um, but yeah, she's. We've got our first competition at the end of the month, which is really, really exciting. So, I think she'll be fine. I don't know if I'll be fine. So, there's a lot of nerves. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, so great. Well, I'm glad you're joining us. I think this is the first time we've had somebody from overseas on the roundtable. So, I like that. That's fun. And you've been listening for a long time, haven't you? Have you been a long time yeah. listener? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, I think we've talked before in the past and uh, years ago. Uh, well, let's do this. Let's start your questions now. These questions are uh, the, the topics that we're going to handle are all submitted by the panelists. So these are your questions. I don't make them up. So, Amy, tell us what your question was, and then uh, we'll see what everybody has to say about it. Yeah, sure. So um, I was hoping to talk a little bit about managing things like self-doubt, anxiety, loss of confidence, because... I think just about everyone who has had anything to do with horses at some point 
bar maybe a few exceptional individuals have been through that. Um, so I think it's probably a really good topic to to float about the roundtable um, and just see what people's experiences have been, how they've overcome them or how they're overcoming them. Have you had an issue? Is that what's bringing this up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what happened to you, Amy? What was the... It's, it's I mean, it's... We, Mental health has been has been a thing for a while. Um, I've always really struggled with things like anxiety and self doubt, and that's something that I've always been very open about. Um, in terms of equestrian and, and loss of confidence and things like that, I had quite a bad fall about three years ago, and so rebuilding my confidence has been such an extraordinary process. Not just in terms of my riding goals, but just reframing my entire outlook on on horses and in life like it's just been it's been a really formative kind of journey that I've been on in terms of regaining my confidence and overcoming a lot of my mental health issues and I think I think we need to be more open about mental health issues and things like that so I thought we'd use the round table as a bit of a, a platform in talking about it there's the auditor subgroup for mental health um, which is really fantastic and and I think the two do tend to tie into each other because we're all so passionate about our horses that they do kind of feed into each other. So I thought we could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I 100% relate <clears throat> to this one because about, I don't know, maybe six years ago now I broke my leg. Um, right, I never really hurt myself riding. I don't know how I survived all those years as a kid. I guess you just bounce, yeah. you know. And uh, I was the one that got on everything. No matter what they were, I got on them. So it was the first time I had really hurt myself. It was a bad, you know, I broke both lower leg bones. Coming back from that was so hard. It still is hard. I mean, I see it. It's funny. I'm still at the same barn, different horse, obviously. Um, but if I'm jumping the same line, it was an outside line, I, it'll jump into my brain. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember when you were flying. He bucked me off really bad, like bucked me off and I hit the the, the fence post. So I combat with that. And, you know, one of the things that I think I've learned to do is communicate to my trainer and say, look, I don't know why, but tonight it's it's in the forefront of my mind. It's it's here. I'm nervous. I have this anxiety. I don't know why, but I got to work through it. But just be, realize, like, some of what's happening tonight is anxiety. Um, I think we used to, we're so used to hiding it, right? We yeah. don't ever – we don't admit we're scared. That's why we got on everything stupid. (laughs) And uh, even the night that I got hurt, I shouldn't have jumped the second fence. But how many times are we told, finish the line, finish the line? And I like, I wish I hadn't finished the line because I was already out of the saddle. And, uh, you know, I think one of the pieces is just communicating, just admitting it and just saying, look, and embracing it. Yep, I'm scared tonight. And I don't know why, but we're going to work through it. Yep. Yeah, I think um, I, we've all, I think, can share a scary tale of where we've broken something. Uh, again, I've been there, but I think going back to kind of what Amy was saying as far as mental health, I think, you know, especially for someone like, someone like me, I have a very high stress job and the barn is that like refuge. That's the place where I mm-hmm. get to let down and just decompress from all of, you know, the ugliness that you see in the world. And I think when you start becoming afraid of the very thing that provides you that <clears throat> let down that, mm-hmm. that, that peace, it, it mentally, it, it screws yeah. you up and you're thinking, totally. why am I torturing myself going yeah. to the barn? It, but this is, but this is also the place that I love and, and yeah. getting over that is um, it's, it's hard, but so many people have gone through that and, and sharing the experience with each other, I think is uh you know, and people, you know, listening right now, um, I'm sure they all have a story and, and what they did to get through, but, but yeah, that's, it's definitely going to twist, twist your brain around when you, you know, you're afraid of the thing that, that brings you mental peace. Absolutely. Like it, it's interesting that you said that Jill, and I, I didn't know what you did for work before we met today. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was something that really, like I struggled with particularly in the last 12 months because I had a career in emergency services and I was I ended up being put on medical leave for post-traumatic stress disorder and so I was just in this really really bad place for about 12 months where I was terrified to ride and then I was terrified to go to work and I was I was just terrified of just existing like it was really really hard so 
it was basically at a point where something had to give. Like I had to get over one part of it because it was just I, I just couldn't bring myself out of this loop. And and like Leah said, it's it's so important to communicate to a trainer, and I think it's really important to find a trainer as well that is understanding of that. And, you know, if you say I'm having a bad day, I'm a little bit fragile today, my trainer's fantastic with that. I go, I'm a little bit fragile today. They can work with you on that day. Yeah. Not necessarily what they saw a week ago, but what's happening on that day. Yeah, because it changes every week. The other piece I think for me that was so important is this relationship I have with Thor. He's, He's the... Look, he's not a beginner horse. He spooks and he'll he'll panic if his rider's panicking. I see, he ran away with my daughter when she was like three years ago. Nothing big, but he was scared and she was scared. But he's a kind horse. He's kind. Mm. He does. I, I fell off of him only once in the. I was riding him outside in the woods, and he like panicked and came back to me because he was like, "Why are you on the ground?" So I think my relationship with him really has helped me get past things. Cause I'm like, mm. we're in this together, dude. Like, you know, I know that he's, he's kind of cares about me. Not that he, um, you know, wouldn't protect himself over me, <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's a big piece. I think if I was on a horse that was still, um, maybe unpredictable, I think it would be mm. a lot harder for me. That's, that's Definitely. where I was. So the horse I had, he was the first horse I ever owned and, um, I got him out of a schooling lesson. I didn't know that much at the time. And I, I, you know, he was a schooling horse. I thought he was safe. And, you know, it turned out he had a lot of soreness issues and the better we made him feel, it's almost like the angrier he got, or he, he was just very, just mentally damaged and sort of withdrawn. And as we were bringing him out, he, you know, he just, I, Jamie sort of helped me through a lot of dealing with him, try to retrain him and fix things and, and work with this. But I think at some point, you know, you have a, your horse seem to be kind. And, and in my case, you have to take a hard look at what you're doing and go, this isn't safe. This is the wrong match. And, and as much as we love to think that we just, we're going to, this is my forever animal. I'm, I've put a time in, you have to mm-hmm. be safe. And absolutely. If you're on the wrong horse, I mean, you, you could, you know, I'm, I'll be morbid. You could die. You could be seriously injured. You could yeah. be paralyzed. You could be brain damaged. I mean, we've, we all probably know someone who's had something yeah. very irreversible happen to them on a mm-hmm. horse. And, and that's what terrified me is, is, you know, and it took the 21 year old Arabian horse for me to get back on. And even that day when I sat on this little horse that wasn't going to do anything, I, I was shaking and crying. It was the worst moment of my life, but I said, I have to, I have to do this for my mental health. Ultimately, I have to get over this because I love this, but you, you also have to be properly mounted. That's so important. That's so, so important. Like, I think it sort of plays in a little bit to what Leah was saying before, where there's this, this idea that, or maybe it was Jill that said, Adam, I can't remember, but there's this idea that we have to be a certain way and we have to hide certain things. Um, as equestrians, I think there's sort of a little bit of that, that bravery culture where we've got to be brave and we've got to get on the big horse and we've got to do this jump. And we've got to jump this high and we've got to be this good. And, and I think that does sort of feed into situations where people do find themselves overmounted. I know it certainly has with me. That's, that's why I ended up losing. Or I'm my a failure. Yes. Or I'm not yeah, good and I, ha- I didn't put the time in or the energy yeah. in if it doesn't yes. work out. You don't want yes. to. You don't want to feel like you left something unturned. Like yeah. you See, some of George Moore still lives within all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say his name? I don't know. But <laughs> I think I'm still. I think I'm, we all know what I meant there. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, imposter syndrome? No, oh, yeah. I have it every day. Yeah. yeah. Acute, acute imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I go, what am I doing? I've got no what am I doing? <laughs> what is this? This is insane. What am I doing? What have I done? Sometimes I feel like that at my job too. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm sorry. You're trusting <laughs> me to do what? Do you I've got to put uh, what? Where? Do you know what I did when I was a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not good. <laughs> do, you, do you have the thing, do you have the thing where people will find out what you do and they go, "What's the worst thing you've ever seen?" Oh yeah, oh yeah. And oh, yeah. I go, I don't really think you want the answer to that you question. You don't want to know because you go, "Oh, this is really funny." Because my my husband used to be in the job as well. Like we'd sit there at family dinner, we'd be cacking ourselves about something that had happened, and everyone else at the table sitting there going. <laughs> What's well, wrong my husband's you? a SWAT officer, so oh, geez. he does <laughs> undercover narcotics. Oh my god! Only. Between the two of you, <laughs> those are good conversations at dinner. <laughs> Very good conversations. We get lots and lots of questions. Like, do you really want me to answer that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to move on to the next topic. Thank you, Amy, for bringing that up. I think it's, it's an important one, topic. Yeah. yeah. Well, this roundtable is sponsored by Purina. If your horses can't get out on green grass for their daily dose of omegas, Purina's got you covered. The Purina team of PhD equine nutritionists have two new products that are rich in omega-3 fatty acids and taste better than many other sources, like fish oil. Try the Purina Omega Match Timothy-based ration balancer or ahi oil supplement and see for yourself why these are among some of the best omegas that nature offers. It takes science and love together, each pulling their weight to help your horses live their best lives. And they put a terrific website together that explains all of this, explains the new products, explains ahi flower oil, uh, you know, all of that. Go to PurinaMills.com slash Omega Match. PurinaMills.com slash Omega Match. It really is a good website. And now, Leah, your question. So <clears throat> my question actually ties in a little bit to the previous question in terms of setting goals. Um, as an adult, so I'm 45 years old. I've been riding since I was four. Um, I finally bought a horse after having kids. I, I had a horse when the kids were really little and off the track thoroughbred who was a nutcase. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was horseless for a couple of years. Now I bought Thor about three years ago. He's a 11-year-old Welsh cob. And so I'm sort of struggling with what do I do now? Um, I'm riding him in two foot, two, three um, hunters or equitation classes. I've done the pleasure with him just for fun. I mainly do local shows. He's really not an A-show horse. I'm not really an A-show rider. Um, he um, skip changes. So you, the judges have to be tolerant to the skip change. And um, a professional can get a real change on him. But we we struggle with that. So um, I'm just struggling with the goals. As, an, as a um, sort of as a teenager, I think we our goals were what? Jump bigger fences every, right? Every year I'm going to jump, you know, two, six, three foot, three, six, um, and then get to the A shows. Like for us, Harrisburg was such a big deal, you know, like, um, be able to our hits. We have hits up, up in, uh, New York. So, um, I guess I'm struggling with what do I do? How do I set goals? We have a horse show this weekend. I'm jumping the, I'm doing two, three hunters and, um, possibly equitation. And it, it's not that it's not fun. It's all my friends. It's a lot of the people, but, um, I guess it's not as, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I have it and I'm doing really well with it. I don't want anybody to think that I'm perfect. I'm certainly still screwing up, but it's getting boring. I wish that there was more for us. Um, and I don't really know what to do in terms of setting goals anymore. Where, where am I going? Where am I headed? So that was my topic. Anybody have advice? <laughs> um, so I have a, a friend who, um, we both just recently moved barns together. Um, she sort of lost her long story, but there was a lease that she had and uh, kind of got sold out from under her kind of deal. And then she sort of found herself, well, what do I do? What do I ride? And, and I'm like, well, the new barn I'm at, there's this very experienced horse who can do dressage. He can do the jumping. He, I mean, he can do everything. And he's also tw uh, 20 years old and so very kind and experienced and things like that. And she, you know, she's just like, I don't even think I know how to ride that well. And, and I said, well, come try this horse. And, and she's just like, well, I don't really know where I want to go with this. Well, I said, well, why don't you just try going to a dressage schooling show? And I said, and then, you know, you do these patterns right now. They're just circles and, and diagonals and, and you're doing these patterns and you're going to get, you know, your score sheet and it's going to tell you different things that you need to work on to get that number higher. And, 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 and that might not mean a lot to a lot of people like, oh, I don't care about scores, but it's not about caring about the score. It's about sort of having a, a direction. And, um, you know, for her, she's finding love and dressage. It's like, oh, now I have direction. Now I know why my trainer is asking me to, 
you know, push my horse into the outside rein and what that means to balance him, you know, and to get that shoulder back. She's, Mm -hmm. she's figuring all that out and she's finding some kind of goal in all of that. Right. Which happens to be, thank God it's dressage. (laughs) But I mean, but in, you know, in your case, you know, for her, it was a whole, she just trail rode, you know, not that that's just trail road. Sorry. Sorry. Anyone just just trail road. (laughs) But for her, it, 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 it just opened up new avenues of things she didn't really know that was out there. I didn't mm. know that was out there, which is why I said, come try this. This is like a whole very detail-oriented really, place. Cool pants. You know? <laughs> I love yeah, yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, maybe trying a different discipline yeah. or something. Like going I've been into thinking about it. Yeah, someone even else in, mentioned in to me. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about dressage is that you never get it right. Like you can have the best horse in the world and there's still always something to work on. And right. And I was sort of growing up, I was, you know, I wanted to be the professional show jumper. I wanted the eventer. All I wanted to do was go really fast and jump big fences. That's like all I wanted to do. And when I had my fall and I lost my confidence, I found my coach who I'm with now because she was a specialist in loss of confidence, but she was also a very, very accomplished dressage rider. And I have like found my thing. I love it. I absolutely love dressage. Growing up, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do dressage. That's boring. <laughs> but now I can't get enough of it. And there's always something to work on, which is really, really beautiful. And I think I think trying new things in different disciplines, I think it pushes you and I think it pushes yourself. But I, I sort of went through something similar recently and I said to my coach, I was like, okay, well, I've gotten to a point where I've got my confidence back. What do I do now? What now? What now? So I kind of I know where you're coming from and I, and I know that feeling and it's the good thing about horses is there's so many different avenues you can explore. Yeah. And it, and it ties into the confidence piece because honestly I don't I look the horse girl in me wants to jump 3 footed 3 six mm. fences again, right? I don't think I'll ever say no to that, but the real me with my confidence issues, I'm perfectly fine at 2 3. 2 6 I'm okay with with Oxer. That scares the shit out of me, but you know, I'm okay with it. Um mm. so aiming for bigger fences is, is not, it can't be my goal anymore. And I don't have the mm-hmm. horse for it anyway. So I and love, I wish dressage would roll over a little better crossover to what we do because, you know, we go into a ring, it's, you know, I'm, I don't know if you guys are have ridden hunter jars, but it's like it, the, every judge is so different. There was a great article mm-hmm. actually, I think in heels down in the spark talking about how subjective it is <laughs> and how every time yeah. you walk into the ring, it's like, does this judge like my heels down or does this judge like my shoulders back more? Does this judge like my horse's head set this way? Like you're sort of playing this guessing game. Um, instead of focusing on, am I executing, you know, A, B, and C correctly, which is what I love about dressage, (laughs) you know, it's like, kind of like, I love, I wish every judge would give me a pamphlet of all the things that I, you know, this is what you did. Okay. And this is what you need to work with. I wish that'd be awesome if it did it. I think this is is a transparency thing about hunters Mm. that people had an issue with is that what's my criteria? Is it just, do you like me? Am I skinny enough? I mean, do I have the right coach? Do I have the connected coach? Yeah. 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 Is my coach dressed well? Does she have makeup? Isn't that why a lot of hunters go do jumpers? Because they don't have to worry about that. They just go around and jump the jumps or not. Right. It's been tempting. Two foot Mm -hmm. jumpers are look fun and it doesn't matter if he does a skip change. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Get around in time and jump the jumps. Have you tried anything else? Have you tried endurance? Have you tried anything else? It's funny. There's another auditor and I feel terrible because I'm forgetting her name at the moment, but I connected with her and she was trying, she was actually helping me get connected with local, um, I don't want to say baby endurance, but it was like beginner endurance people Mm -hmm. just kind of get together with. And um, I just got my first truck. Thank God. It's like the best vehicle on the planet. So now I'm uh, hunting for a horse trailer. I have one that I can borrow, but I need my own. Okay. I have to ask. We have to ask. We're we're having a conversation. You just mentioned trucks. So is it uh, Ford? It's an F-150. Okay, Ford. Okay. I went with the bigger engine. It's 11,000 pounds, so it's not a monster. It'll pull 11,000 Good for you, though. Good for you. My poor poor husband. (laughs) What did you say? Chevy girl, huh, Jill? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Do we have these arguments in in, uh, Australia about which truck? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So what what is it in Australia? Which uh, is still Ford and Chevy and all that? The big... um, Dodge. We've only just got Dodge and Chevy and, like, the big American... We call them Yank Tanks. Um, (laughs) We've only just got them over here that are... Well, I say we've just got them over here. They've been around, but they're much more popular now. But um, the big... At least in my 
life, the big overarching rivalry has been Ford versus Holden. So, oh, I've never um, heard of Holden. I never heard of Holden either. <laughs> it's they've just been bought by the oh gosh, I can't remember the name, but it's an American company, General Motors. Oh, Holden yeah, okay. has been bought by yeah. General Motors, which is yeah. why we we're getting more American. Uh, gotcha. Sorry. Anyway, that was a side note. Sorry about that. I had to ask. <laughs> so, yeah, I think trying some other new things. I think oh, you yeah, might find. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was going to tell you, I have tried uh, games on horseback. Yeah. I have a friend oh, who does You're that. going back to pony club days here. Oh, my God. It's so different. <laughs> and it, she actually, it's great. Her place is literally within walking distance through the woods behind my house. And, uh, uh, it's a completely different world. Have you tried hunter paces or anything like that? I so I'm Those scheduled to go fun. on one. I have done it as a kid, but I am taking Thor on his first one. The twenty. I'm so scared. Uh, oh no, you're going to have a blast. Hunter That's paces fine. are fun. Oh, they're That's just because there's no you pressure. Don't have to jump. You can go around everything. Yeah, yeah. you can go around. So that yeah. I'm going to actually take my sister has a couple little ponies. She just she just trail rides. Um, but I said, come do a hundred pace with me. She's like, I can't do that. I said, yes, you can. We're just running through the woods together. We don't have to go <laughs> as a team. Head. Yeah. Like as a team and we get to wear weird outfits. Like let's it's go. so fun. I mean, as a kid, I, you know, like a teenager, I did them and have nothing but wonderful memories. But now of course yeah. with an adult brain, um, I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous about the team. I'm going like, so the, I, I don't know, like the people you're going with, you have to really trust them, right? To trust yeah. that. I, I hope they're not watching yeah, this yeah. actually. I, know, I hope they're not watching this or you're going to be dumped in the woods in the back there somewhere. <laughs> like, We're done with her. She's going too slow. <laughs> You'll be fine. That's the other thing about hunter paces. People are in there for fun. You're not winning big dollars, right? right? So, right. Uh, and there's not a lot of judging going on. So. No judging. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah, Jennifer loves hunter paces. Did are you a fox hunter, Jill? A fox hunter? Yeah. No, did you? I, I no. invented. No, I invented. I did okay, some inventing, right. and then you know the whole, you know, don't want to break this. That, break things this. anymore. <laughs> Hence why dressage is sort of taking yeah, over. I get it. I I love it. Like I love it, but it, you know, when you're doing it and it's, it's exciting and you finish, you're like thank God I'm done. That was great. I, was like, Why I lived. <laughs> I felt that way every time Jennifer went around. Thank God she lived. <laughs> yeah. So hey, do they have fox hunting down there, Amy? Not really. It's no. not, it's not a big thing. I I wish it was more of a thing. No kangaroo hunting or any of that. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Um, they are delicious. Um, uh, kangaroo. <laughs> No, I wish, like there was, I wish it was more, <laughs> I wish there was sort of more stuff like that, like team chasing. I don't know if that's the same as Hunter Paces, but team chasing that they've got over in um, England, I think that looks like so much fun. And it's completely lunatic, but a lot of fun as well. I wish there's more stuff like that out here, but but not so much. It's not as, as big a thing. So Okay. Now, before we go on um, to the next question, I have to ask you, Jamie talks endlessly about Land for Snowy River, <laughs> endlessly about that movie. Uh, so tell Jamie uh, all the things that are wrong with her perceptions of Man from Snowy River. Well, I haven't heard a lot of Jamie's, Jamie's sort of perceptions. I know she's uh, mad for it, and I know she's dying to get um, Tom Burlinson on the show. But... Um, yeah, I'm, 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 what, what, what perceptions does she have? That we're well, all that, like that? Yeah, that you're all just a uh, man from Snowy River. <laughs> that's right. Say, all all <laughs> guys on horseback are hot. Yeah, are hot and uh, <laughs> all look like that. And they all gallop well, hills. Hills like, like this. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like Pony Club for us. Every Pony Club is built on a hill like this, and whoever makes it to the bottom... <laughs> On their horses back still. <laughs> on their horses back still. Yeah. We round up Brumbies. It's yeah, totally. Yeah. What's yeah, it's all that way. What is a Brumby? That's their wild horse. That's like their Mustang. Oh, oh okay. Horse, that horse. Yeah. You haven't like... seen Man from Snowy oh, yeah. River. Why? <laughs> you seen it, Jill? No. Oh boy. Oh no. No. You're no longer friends. Jamie's never going to talk to you again. <laughs> this is, yeah. This is me going Australian, but they're Brumbies, but then I'll yeah, they're the Mustangs. But yeah. um. Yeah, no, that, that movie is, is just, I think, part of everyone. I think I don't think there is a horse person. that Except is for Jill in and a, me. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in Australia, at least, that has not got 
and that doesn't get the goosebumps and the chills when they hear that music at the end. Yeah. Oh, you I was going to walk down the aisle of my wedding to Jessica's song, which is like Jessica's theme tune from the man from Snow yeah. river. So it's just, it's part, it's part of us. It's part of the culture. It's yeah. Part of us. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We we have Star Wars. Um, yeah, so. I was we have Star Wars. Yeah. All right. I got to ask you guys before we get to the next question: Is you are all auditors, and I explained earlier that auditors are super fans of the Horse Radio Network of all of our different shows, and you contribute anywhere from three to twenty five dollars a month, depending on what you want to do. It's completely up to you. Um, but why do you like being an auditor? For for all the listeners out there who haven't pu- pulled the trigger yet and haven't decided to become an auditor, let's start in Australia. Why? Um. I just started listening to the podcast and I kind of just felt like I was missing out. Honestly, that's why I became an auditor is I felt like I was missing out because there are all these conversations that would happen in the po- in the podcast like on Horses in the Morning and I'm like, what are they talking about? So I literally just went online and, and I became an auditor that way and I am so glad that I did because that Facebook page is life. It's so supportive and it's so nice to have something like that because the equestrian community can be so cutthroat so cutthroat and it's so refreshing to have somewhere that you can go and it's not all taken too seriously and you can have a laugh and 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 that's that's what i've that's the biggest benefit that i've gotten out of it yeah um i would say the same thing i started listening to show i'm a newbie i really only started listening maybe two years ago oh you are new i am a newbie you're still a rookie i am (laughs) and uh about a month in i became an auditor because i just it just I wanted to hear more and, and, and see the Facebook page. I, you know, I think that's the only Facebook page page on the planet that doesn't have um, negativity in it. Right. You can post anything in there and uh, no one's going to attack you. It's very, uh, it's very friendly. And I feel like everybody's family. I love the um, Christmas presents that we do. And, and I, that's like my most favorite thing. I don't know why it's so fun. Um, I love the connections like Amy. I have a friend in Australia now. I feel like, <laughs> There you go. Um, it's awesome. I know. I love it. Um, and it, it really feels like, you know, if you have a course question or any question, really, you know, we've really said that, throw it in there and, and you've got 20 people that are going to respond and, and help you answer it. So, um, and if you feel like garbage about something, like a couple of weeks ago, I felt really garbage after a ride that I had and I put a thing in there and I was like, oh, I feel really, you know, I feel really <laughs> poor about myself. And everyone just jumped on and went, hey, you're not alone, and I was right. like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, you've been you've been around longer than these two, right? I mean, you've been uh, didn't you do thinking, auditor from the beginning? So I I started, you know, when I bought, I think I found Horse Radio Network on um, Horse Lovers page because I was trying to remember how I found it. I think there was like a banner or some flag at the bottom of Horse Lovers or something because I was buying a pair of boots because I wanted to ride. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, what is this? And it was very easy to download the app is what I used. And I was like, oh, I have found my people. <laughs> and I just listened. Is, I was just listening to back shows. And then there were other shows. And then there were more shows. And, and, and so I don't know how long I've been listening, but I've been riding for about six years. And I think maybe about a year and a half or a year after that. So can it really be like Yeah, years? I think it was. I think, it was, I think that sounds right. From when, when I remember I you doing Wow. Okay. So, yeah. yeah so, th- what I liked about being an auditor is that you always had like that little voice going, I don't know if this is right. And becoming an auditor, that little voice is so much louder now. So, for being a new person, like you say, the horse industry can suck mm-hmm. sometimes and people lie and, oh, and, yeah. and so you're just like, something doesn't feel right. Like those little spidey senses and, mm. and, Becoming an otter made that voice so much louder so that you could spot when something was being unsafe or, or, or trying to take advantage of you or take advantage of your children or, or, or things like that. And maybe I'm getting a little dark with this, but like just, and you could go into that room and say, Hey guys, I don't what know. Do what are you thinking about this? And something mm, that yeah. you're thinking like, this should be obvious to me, but let me just run it by some other people and see what they think. And they're like, Oh no, you know? And so you feel like you have like, some support and that support system sort of if you're dealing something within the you know dramatic horse community 
So if you want to become an auditor, go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down to the right-hand side of the page, you'll see the auditor banner, and for as little as $3 a month, you too can join the party and the fun over there. You'll also get the Horses in the Morning post show, where Jamie and I get a little off-color at times or talk about things that we can't talk about on the regular show, so I know that everybody enjoys that as well. Well, now we're going to Jill for the final question. Okay. Um, so my, mine's a little more lighthearted. Um, so when I first started riding, I, I was at a barn where there weren't too many people showing. So, you know, my, I started going out by myself, you know, didn't know anyone, didn't know anything, a little nervous. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but hey, let's just get going. So my question is, when you guys show, if you do show, do you, do you prefer to show alone? Do you like to show in a group? Like now I have a group and, and I really enjoy having, you know, your people, especially when you do encounter some of those, you know, barns that, you know, oh, there's that group, you know, like, but you're not like, I've got people now, you know, (laughs) this is my crew. I'm going back up. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of being by yourself. But, um, I, I do miss showing alone a little bit because you can do your own thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. What do, what do you guys do? Do you, do you like that? What's your advice I, if somebody is showing alone? You know, things like that. I have I, to do it. Go ahead, Amy. No, I, I'm very much. I I need people around me to hold my hand. Very, very much so. I I need someone there that I can bounce things off. Um, but at the same time, I I really enjoy that part of horse showing where someone's flustered and you can go in and you can help them. Yeah, and you know you can throw a couple of braids in if they're running out of time. You can. You can polish a horse. You can get the poo stains off them because they've pooed on themselves in the trailer. And just, I really like that kind of community and the way everyone rallies. Well, at least in my experience, a lot of people rally at horse shows. So I, I need that. I very. Have much you always that. shown in a group, or did you ever show yeah. by yourself at I'm, any point? Oh, yeah. Okay. See, that's the thing. I've I've never gone out and and done it on my own. Um, mainly because I haven't really sort of had the opportunity when I was growing up and showing predominantly it was always in a group. Um, but another thing is I get in my own head if I'm on my own. You need someone else. I need someone else. Like if I'm just sitting there, I will just ruminate over everything that can go wrong if I'm just sitting there and I'm left to my own devices. <laughs> so it's it's way better if the, if there's a group and if, if someone can see me kind of going down that black hole and sort of sinking into myself, someone can be like, hey, Let's do this. So I think that it goes, I think it can go both ways in turn. Like I've, I've never done it myself either. I've only done with with a group. Now that I'm in the trailer business, um, I have already said to myself, like, why couldn't I go by myself and go do pleasure class? Right. And now that you guys have the wheels going about dressage, like I could certainly go by myself and do just do so, you know, do some dressage. But I'll tell you, there's a, uh, a woman at the barn that, um, are in our show circuit, so to speak. It's again, a local show circuit. I admire her so much. She's got to be, hopefully she's not watching because I might be totally off with her age, but I think she's in her 60s. And um, I admire her because she comes by herself, 100% by herself. And she- I know her. She's only 25. You got that completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 25. Um, That's what showing I'm- alone will do to you. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's my idol because, I mean, the first time I met her and I saw that she was by herself, I immediately chummed up to her and, and started chatting with her. And um, I just, I'm like, you go girl, right? Don't, you can't wait for people to be around. And the stars are not always going to align if you're, if you're not at a barn where people are always going. And so she's found people that if she needs help loading, she's like, Hey, can someone help me load? Or if she needs, you know, and that's the community that I love. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. very uh, supportive. Um, so I say it's kind of both ways. Do it yourself. Go, yeah. don't wait for people. Life's too short. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. then reach out when you get there. Find yeah. try to make those connections mm-hmm. when you get there. So when I did show alone, it, it was like that a lot. Like I would go and um, speaking of trailers, the trailer I bought was $1,500 and it does not have a ramp assist or a lift assist for that right. ramp. And it's all steel. Uh, so mm. I made lots of friends because yeah. otherwise I couldn't get my ramp up. Yeah. Um, I might not have been your best friend after that, but you know, I just find the dads that were all standing around like, Oh, I, I can do this. But, um, but no, but that, that was neat. Like that one woman you said, you know, she'd go to shows you, you meet so many different people and they do would get excited that you're by yourself, you know? Yeah. 
now that the dressage tests are a little bit more complicated, I like to have somebody there to read it. If I'm having a spastic day though, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 you need to read this. I paid entirely too much money for this class. <laughs> to forget my test. Please read. So that's, yeah. The benefit Jennifer had me read the, t- Jennifer had me read her test once. That never Oh, happened. really? Uh, yeah. My cadence was not good. I did. I just. <laughs> I think there's an art to reading a test. It is. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't want to be like, way. they've already done the move and now you're just reading <laughs> Right. Like, exactly. That's where I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got to recognize what move they're up to and uh, what comes next. And, you know, it's yeah. like when you're scribing. You know, when you're scribing for I've a never judge, done that. I want to do that. It's cool. It's fun because you just basically, it's a really good way to learn the tests because you sit there and you literally watch test after test after test. So it's a really fun way to kind of learn the tests, but it's, it's like high pressure. If I was going to say, is it like a little like panicky? Higher... You've got to write really fast. And like, what's the, the important the... thing they said? <laughs> no, it's, it's, there's, there's kind of a bit of an art to that as well. It's, and especially when you get up to like the, the bigger tests, like the Pre St. George and the Inter One and the Grand Prix and things like that. When you're penciling them, you're like, I don't even recognize that move, <laughs> but that's what we're up to. So it's a good, it's a good way to learn. Is that what you're thinking about doing dressage uh, shows by yourself? Like me? Didn't have a, yeah, Jill, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I I started that way. I, th- I think I was okay. just sort of thinking like as a topic for everybody because I yeah. know that there's oh, people seriously. up there that probably really want to go to a show. Yeah. But uh, I don't have a group. I don't have right. a person. Like you don't need a person. You know, you right. just, just go and start like small and simple yeah. with something that you can yeah. remember. And as a schooling show, if you do mess up the test, it's like what, 22 bucks for the class. It's not terrible if you forget something, yeah. but um, I guess it was just sort of, I was just wondering how many people actually, you know, took the chance and went out and showed, showed alone. Or I can know. tell you that Jennifer's done it that way most of her life, but she's kind of an introvert. So I think she'd rather you know, almost do that, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe one person along to help out, but yeah. yeah, she, she, she'd almost rather, I learned very early on what, when to talk and not to talk at shows. That was something every horse <laughs> husband has to go through. <laughs> we all learned that. Right? She yeah, was an inventor. Yeah. 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 She had to give up on that for the same reason you did. It's just like breaking bones was yeah. getting hard, getting more frequent as you get older and hurting more. It's funny how it hurts more the older you get, too. It really does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for an hour to unsore for three weeks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you can yawn. I've left like, all my private health. <laughs> you ever pull a muscle, like, you know, you wake up, yawn, and then, like, your whole neck is stiff. <laughs> I was like, oh my what gosh, what happened? Did you fall off your horse? Like, no, I, <laughs> I know I yawned. <laughs> I, fell down, I fell down my stairs at my house the other week. And I just, my husband thought I'd like really properly hurt myself because I just didn't move. Was alcohol thing, involved? Was, uh, <laughs> okay, just checking. It was first thing in the morning and I just slipped down. I just laid there and he thought I was dead or paralyzed or something. And I'm like, no, I'm just really embarrassed. I'm just really embarrassed. And like it hurt for a week. I just felt so old. All right, let's wrap this up with uh, a a fun question. Let's wrap it up with a little bit lighter topic. Um, So I want to know, we'll start in Australia. What is the drink of choice? It can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Ooh, um, probably, do you know what my favorite is? It's Kahlua. Kahlua's coffee liqueur. It's probably not really great to go to sleep with. No, probably not. But I really, really... It depends what the ratio is, I think, for coffee to... (laughs) There's these new things out, too, that's it's it's vodka and soda, but in a can, so you don't have to worry about pre-mixing it yourself, which is great because I'm really lazy. But it's got, like, 90 calories or something like that. So it's you can have a little drinky drink, but not feel really bloated and blot the next day. (laughs) Jill, what's yours? Uh... Probably the, like those little ninety calorie cans now. Like we we just had a discussion. Like we've gotten to that point in our lives where if you have a glass of wine, your whole face blows up. You can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. What is that? So it's like this histamine response or something. Like yeah. where your nose swells up, like you're stuffy, like you have a cold. When mm. did that happen? I know what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> like when? I don't know if it's like a preservative or I, something I, like. I, you I, don't know. I can't drink wine anymore. Yeah, like it was like yeah. I used like Pinot Grigio. That was my thing. I liked a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> yeah, and like you have that. Those those I can do. 
Well, well they're sweet and very little wine. I'm just holding up a wine cooler called Jamaican Me Happy. So, uh, like I mean, there's 3.2 percent alcohol. alcohol. So, yeah, yeah. Right it's like water. It's soda. It's like, it's like if you have like a big night now. Like when you're 18, you go out and you have vodka, Red Bull, and all this mm-hmm. uh, trash you put in your body, and you wake up the next morning and you go to work. But now you're like, I need like three days planning. <laughs> if I'm going to have a good night, I can't commit no, to anything. The whole team, the next day, right? <laughs> my, my, my friend just had his 50th birthday and we went to the Meadows racetrack and I you know, oh, I'm letting my hair down. We get the next morning, my husband's just laughing at me the whole day. <laughs> Took the whole day, and I'm pretty sure into the next day, I was still yeah. quite tired. Yep. I was like, This is what, who was I? <laughs> what was I thinking? I used to what drink like thinking? multiple whiskey sours and iced teas, and I was just you, those for the day. I could, if I drank one iced tea right now, I'd be under the table. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be bad. Leah, what's your choice? It could be non alcoholic too. So my well, yeah, I would. I wish my first thought was non-alcoholic, but <laughs> <laughs> it automatically went to alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite drink of all time is made by a Mexican restaurant about 15 minutes from here. They make a uh, watermelon mint margarita. Ooh. It is to die for. I mean, I just I love them. Uh, my only complaint is they're like fifteen dollars because yeah. they're made with like all real stuff. There's but like, is it huge? Do... No, like, yeah, it's like, like it's you can't see my fingers. It's not huge. It's not. It's it's like a what I would call like a whiskey glass size. Oh. Um, so it's not big, unfortunately. You and get I the one where they put the whole it. beer in it. Like, I know. I live in Arizona. Yes. Actually, during uh, quarantine, the best part ever is they would you could do uh, curbside pickup. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's my favorite. Right out of Louisiana and the daiquiri stands mm-hmm. down there in Louisiana. Yep. Drive through daiquiri. Yep. And you guys know mine is you listen to the show long enough. Strawberry daiquiris are still my favorite. favorite. Yeah, that's still my favorite. Well, that's it. Thank you guys for joining me so much here on the round table. Of course, if you missed any part of this, you can go to staplescoop.com. Uh, or, or you can go to the Stable Scoop on any podcast player and listen to the audio version and listen to the whole thing at your leisure. You can get all of the shows on the Horse Radio Network. We have about 20 of them now, including Horses in the Morning, which I host. Uh, you can find them on the Horse Radio Network app, iOS or Android, or any podcast player. If you want to see a complete list of the shows that we do at the Horse Radio Network, you can go to horseradionetwork.com. Scroll down. The homepage has all of them listed there. You know, uh, we'll be back in two weeks for another episode of Stable Scoop. We want to thank Purina for being the sponsor in this particular episode. Go to PurinaMills.com slash Omega Match.